Hi, everybody, and welcome to a slightly delayed edition of uh, your podcast, Opinion is Wrong. Starting off with uh, energy here on this uh, April Fool's Day, 2012. Uh, joke's on you, because nobody's listening to this podcast. Um, exactly. Uh, with us today is a um, uh, cast of our returning gentlemen, uh, Alexander. Hello. Uh, Mark. Hello. And our old friend Josh has made a triumphant return to the program. Hey now. Hey now. Just, I was literally just watching that show not 20 minutes ago. I'm so proud of anybody who's watching that show right now, or 20 it's, minutes ago. It's, it's, have, have you ever watched Alexander or Mark Illis, um, the uh, Larry Sanders show? No. I've heard of it. I know that's where Hey Now is from, but I've never seen it. Oh, you must. Listen, you must. listen, you gotta watch it. Okay, I'm leaving now. Okay, uh, it's on. It's on Netflix. Just, just do yourself a GD favor. Watch the show. Anyway, we should probably move on because um, uh, we have limited time. Everybody, what are you listening to? Uh, how much time? Do you, how much time do you have exactly? Acres long. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Acres. Acres of time. <laughs> Acres right. of time. That's a time measurement. Right? Hogsheads like, of time. He has light years. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, hello, everybody. Was that everybody. a Pokemon reference? Say again? Was that a Pokemon reference? Uh, it's whatever you want it to be. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to What Are You Listening To? The segment where we, the hosts of, um, your personal, your podcast opinion is wrong, talk about what we, the hosts of your podcast opinion is wrong, are listening to this week. And, um... Josh, would you like to start it out since you've, you're making the aforementioned triumphant return? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, happily. Uh, I've been listening to that. Uh, I threw up a review earlier this week about The Men, uh, Open Your Hearts. I adore that CD. It's uh, an absolute romp. It's a blast. I like every song on it. So I'm listening to that on repeat. The Odd Future mixtape a little bit here and there. I like the song Bitches and Oldie quite a bit. Um, what else? I think that that's predominantly what I was listening to this week. I have Sirius now, Sirius Satellite Radio, and there's a couple of really good channels, and uh, I sort of will have those on in the background uh, pretty frequently. I can. I, this is something I can speak to since I'm also a uh, patron of Sirius Satellite Radio. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm assuming XMU is your station of choice. Sirius XMU, man. How good is that? I... I, I like it, but there is so much hipster bait on that on that channel <laughs> to the point where it just makes me giggle sometimes. As a practicing hipster, I am. Uh, that's probably why I love it so much. Right. right. <laughs> practicing uh, hipster. <laughs> every Sunday, he goes down to the uh, uh, the convenience store and just picks up a case of PBR as sacrament. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, I enjoy that station quite a lot, and uh, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, I'm, an, I'm a Fairweather fan of uh, Little Steven's Underground Garage for all my garage punk needs. Yeah, it, that, that's a good show. Uh, I, sometimes I'll tune into the the Alti on Alt Nation just to uh, see what you know yuppies and people who aren't as cool as me are listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and yeah, I, I think that's it. But yeah, SiriusXMU on the on the background a lot. I really like it. Strong channel. And there's a station called Kickback which is a bunch of 80s and 90s hip-hop music. Oh, which, really? Yeah, it's a I haven't checked like, out. I haven't checked out any of the hip-hop stations, but I figured they'd have a pretty cool one, and that seems yeah, like the one to go to. 
it's definitely like nostalgia factor out the wazoo. But uh, yeah, it, it's really it's it's fun. Yeah, I like it. So yes, that enough on me. That is that is why I'm listening to. Right. Uh, my personal uh, before we move on, my personal recommendation for Sirius XMU of uh, Sirius XM Radio is um the uh, early channels like the ones, the twos, the threes. Uh, yeah. Are like it's like nineties on nine or sixties on six. Yeah. My personal favorite is twenties on twenty, and it's it's hilarious. It's almost like wax cylinder <laughs> type stuff. Wait, you're not caring? Yeah, no, yeah. It's just a very sort of jaunty, uh, <laughs> like jaunty sort of early pop. It's wonderful. Like music from the nineteen twenties. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, this is when I used to listen to it a few years ago before I got my subscription <laughs> renewed. But uh, uh, that's that's one of my favorite stations. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give a listen to Twenties on Twenty. I think. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Uh, okay, cool. So, who would like to go next? What is anybody else listening to? I'll go. Go. Um, I listened to a lot of Colin Stetson this week because I went to see yeah. him last night. Yeah, that was that, talk man. about it. Talk it was about fucking it. amazing. Um, tell us how you really feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, that's how I feel. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You've all seen what he what he does. He plays this saxophone that's like the size of a an eight year old, and yeah, uh, yeah uh, it's just amazing to watch him because it just looks like it's so physically draining. And even that, even after he's finished some of his songs, he'll finish and he's just like leaning over on his knees, breathing really heavily. <laughs> it's a Is workout at base sax. Yeah. And it was just, it was really cool to see. Did you start a mosh pit like I asked? He did, No. There were, it was in like this lecture hall kind of thing. All, all the better. All the better. I was sitting down. He didn't play Red Horse. Oh, okay. That was my next question. How big no. was the crowd, Mark? Uh, I don't know how many. It was sold out. I don't know how many that place seat. It wasn't like a lot, a lot. Maybe a couple hundred, maybe. That's not too bad. Yeah. Look at Colin Stetson. Living the dream. Yeah, he's uh doing pretty well for himself. And another thing that was really cool is one of the other guys that played, I am going to butcher this name. I, I wait it. His name was Debasha Sina. <laughs> Bless you. I, <laughs> was he the uh, opening act? Uh, there were two. There was The first one was uh, Sarah Neufeld, who is, she is actually a member of Arcade Fire. And she played a violin for about half an hour. And I know dick all about the violin and listening to it so it was nice I guess but this second this guy <laughs> um yeah I I tried his name once I'm not gonna try it again we're not forcing you to <laughs> he, he made he just used all this percussion and all this loop percussion and just built up these really cool kind of soundscapes like uh, along with this these like really kind of intense 
electronics behind them. It was uh, it was actually really interesting to watch. Um, so yeah, that was a really cool show. Um, so I listened to that. What else have I been listening to? Um, new Moonface album. It's How is that? I hear a song here every now and then. Yeah. I like it because I'm a huge Spencer Krug fanboy. But right. Um, it's definitely different than anything that he's done in the past. Like the the band he worked with on it, they play like kraut rock. So it's it's a, it's a change up. That's for sure. Um, what is yeah. Let me see. That track that was just released this past week. Um, I think that's one of... What's it called? That's one of the better ones. Uh, Headed for the Door. That's a really good track. Um, I thought it was pretty solid, though. Um, the other couple things I've been listening to, the new tracks from uh, Death Grips and Japan Droids that were released. Love that Japan Droid song. It's God, really great. I can't wait for that album. That's one of the ones that I'm so excited about for the summer. Yeah, me too. I might be just as excited for that as anything else. What else are you excited for? Um, new PS I Love You album coming out. Ooh, yes. Me as well. That's I'm awesome. Getting more, as well. I'm getting, and, I'm, yeah, I'm getting more and more pumped for... For albums, I wasn't really last year. There weren't any albums that I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait for this." But the Money Store and P.S. I Love You and oh my god, I think, I think the Money Store is just gonna kick everyone's ass. I'm gonna have a Money Store party at my house. I'm just gonna <laughs> invite a bunch of people, and I'm not gonna tell them that they're gonna be listening to the Money Store. But it's what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's not really party music. It's a pretty yeah. good party. <laughs> yeah, I never thought that I'd call Death Grips catchy, but I have that. The fever, I have it fucking stuck in my head. It's catchy. It is well, catchy. That's the first Death Grip song that at least I've heard that actually has a melody. I mean, there was some stuff, like, there were some, like, synthy, hard synthy, synthy things on um, ex-military, but nothing I would describe as, you know, uh, catchy. Yeah, like, this one, I, yeah, like I said, I can't get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's, that's enough for me. Mm. <laughs> Alexander, what right. are you listening to? I've listened to very little since the Wednesday episode, but I have listened to Zamudo, the self-titled debut from Nick Zamudo of the books, and I really like it. Um, it's fun. It's catchy. Um, it's it's probably the most pop of anything uh, that any books-related project has ever released. And I highly re- recommend everyone check it out. Nice. Have I just guys... want to touch on uh, Death Grips being catchy or not. Because I know my roommates, when Guillotine came out, we would yell at each other, That's all I have to say on it. That's a catchy little jangle. Yeah, listen to you guys, see? Yup. I think that's the best, like, sort of automata poetic sound that a person can make. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, really, best, 
it's the best, like, <laughs> even more than, like, hey or what. It's just like, yo. I think <laughs> that's just wonderful. It's Literally. got such a percussiveness to it. I just, it's wonderful. <laughs> Y-E-A-H in all capitals as onomatopoeia is without question. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think though, yeah is uh, Y-U-H, uh, exclamation point, of course, but, um. <laughs> I'm so glad this is a subject of discussion. Oh, it's, <laughs> this is this is so important. But uh, <laughs> yes, I think I think "ya" is probably the most profound uh, lyric spoken of you know 2011. Just "ya." Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. I think I interrupted someone there. I apologize, but it just before we uh, moved away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alex, you're talking about what you listen to, Zamudo, I believe. Yeah. Have you guys listened to the leak yet? Uh, yes, a track or two. It is very good, and as uh, Steve said, it has the greatest song titles of 2012. Zebra, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fu C3PO, too late to to apologize. They're all great. <laughs> and uh, the other album I've listened to is Royal Headache. Uh, they're a garage rock band, and they're getting a re-release, um, a wider re-release in America this year. And if you like really catchy garage rock, you will love it. Are they British? They're Australian from okay. Nick's uh, country. Yes. Uh, for Australian garage punk bands, look no further than a band called The Saints, who are this very sort of influential garage uh, punk, uh, sort of like soul type thing. They had horns occasionally. But they were from like 1975 and uh, were very sort of hard, hard-edged for their time. I recommend that band highly. It was just... Listening to them today, in fact. It's interesting that you mentioned Soul because uh, Royal Headache, they don't have any uh, horns necessarily, but the delivery of the vocalist, it's very soulful. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for Soul Punk, uh, look no further than King Con and the Shrines. Do we have any King Con and the Shrines fans in the podcast today? Can I uh, tell a story about King Con? Absolutely. Okay. So, funny enough, we actually opened for him one day at a really junk bar out here. You uh, shut up. Him. You did not. No, this, you? We did. This was him oh. with Barbecue Show. And uh, this guy likes drugs, like, on some level I'm not familiar with. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, there was uh, perhaps some, some ecstasy floating around the room. He put it in his beer and chugged it. And then was just getting loopy, like he, grabbing drinks from everywhere. I've never seen such a maniac. His shirt was off. He was like talking. He asked if he could sleep at our house. Like he's just a maniac. He is a total wild man. I'm a massive fan. Is this before they performed or after? Um, after, after. Um, <laughs> oh, but he was like okay, very, good. He was, like, very charismatic and how are you beforehand and, like, how's your day going and blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, he was just like, all right. <laughs> he, he was all set to go. That's – oh, good lord. I I want to live that life, Joshua. I want to I want to, I want to know King Kong. That, I'm oh, gonna make I, that my I'd, hardly, I'd hardly say I know him, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's a maniac. <laughs> he's just a wild dude. <laughs> uh. And in my opinion, he makes very fantastic music. I love the man. He's written one of my favorite songs, literally of all time, called "Welfare Bread." I don't know if you remember that particular track, but uh, uh, I, I that's don't. Off the top of my head, it's well, sorry. Uh, what's it called, Austin? "Welfare Bread." It's uh, oh. it's a uh, it's a classic in my book. Anyway, um, King Kong. Where's our? Oh yeah, we were talking about 
the Saints. Anyway, Alex, I've interrupted you for literally a third time, so please continue. Sorry, that's Alex. good. No, it's fine because that's all I've listened to. Oh, okay, good. Um, I guess I'm I'm up currently. Uh, so what did Austin listen to? Uh, uh, to this week, uh, he listened to for some reason because it was laying around in his uh, iTunes library. Uh, did any of you ever listen to the Ariel Pink album entitled The Doldrums? I did. I enjoyed it. It was like it's it's like solid sort of uh, stereotypical Ariel Pink, which I enjoy because that guy's great. That's kind of surprising to me. I don't think I would categorize it as solid. Really? Yeah, it's pretty hit or miss for me. As I remember the second half or even the last third, I listened to seldom. Are there songs on there I'm missing at the end I should be listening to? Uh, I don't know. I just – I mean I didn't listen to this thing uh, intently. It was just like to me it was something to put on and enjoy. Uh, this is uh, probably a frowned upon opinion here, so I apologize in advance. But Ariel Pink is a total playlist musician to me where I go through oh. his catalog and pick out three songs off each album and it creates a 20-song playlist that's really good. That's the sa- exact same thing with me actually, yeah. Be careful, Austin. Is it as disco-y as uh, – what was the one from 2010? Gra- physical Graffiti. Uh, or, no, uh, not the Led Zeppelin album? No, no. Uh, what's <laughs> the front of the album has graffiti. Uh, it says Ariel Pink's – Well, it's Ariel, Ariel Pink's Haunted, Haunted Graffiti. That's the name of the band. That's right. Haunted what's the album then? Um, I forget. It had Round and Round on it, which is the big, yeah. the big hit that for – uh, um, But uh, – it is disco-y in the same sense that like everything he does is disco-y, but uh, yeah, I you if yeah yeah like that. If you don't if you don't like that, then chances are you're not gonna like uh, Ariel Pink on the whole. Uh, has um uh has anybody listened to that uh 61 track thing you did with r stevie moore i think it's called Ku klux glam i think it was called that's so daunting like i have the quakers album which is the hip-hop project from the dude from portishead that's yeah. 41 tracks long i just but that's just like they're like a minute each right that's that's true that's yeah. true but i don't think that's true for the aerial pink thing and god knows i'm the biggest r stevie moore fan in the world but uh and i i think they're friends from way back but uh I, I'm probably not going to be able to to um to bring to bring myself to listen to that. It's Joanne uh, Joanna Newsom all over the all over again. I also didn't listen to that, so there's that. Um, it's called uh, Ariel Pink and R. Stevie Moore. Uh, Steve Pink Drop JavaScript is the name of I think the project. Uh, well, that's insane. So I might have to give a couple of those tracks a listen, I guess. Anyway, what else have I been listening to this week? Uh, not much, but um, let's see. Oh yeah, I listened to uh, uh, I a single track. But did anybody listen to that? Um, uh, who was it? It was it had Despot on it and Das Racist and um, uh, <laughs> the really bad verse from Heems. Oh, what was, what was that? Uh, I don't know. It was a really good called, song. But what the fuck was Heems up to? Uh, he, he, it was gross. Uh, the name of the song is called, uh, I'm forgetting it right now. Uh, uh Huzzah. Huzzah. It was called Huzzah. And, uh, yeah, 
it was like a group track. Danny Brown was on it too, and LP had a really good verse on it. But yeah, I've listened to that on repeat because that's a really good track. Has anybody else heard it? I know Josh has, and it was as confused as me by Heems's less than good uh, verse. But uh, have have it you was... heard it, Mark or Alex? Uh, you no, played I it for haven't. me the other day. Oh right, yeah, you did hear that. Yeah. Yeah, Danny Brown and uh, LP were fine, <coughs> but you're right, Heems was god awful. <clears throat> You know, it's funny to me because uh, generally I say Heems is maybe on average twice as good as Cool 80. I'm not like – I didn't listen to Cool's mixtape. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of songs, like once the Heems verse is over, I become a little disinterested. Michael Jackson is probably the best example of that. Yeah. However, I thought Cool probably came off the best on the track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I thought, I thought he was like – Yeah. Oh, sorry. He was – no, no, no problem at all. Just like he was – uh, uncharacteristically great. I thought he did better than Danny Brown, Despot, everybody. Yeah, um, I think, <laughs> is, is he cutting out or what? Yeah. No, that was just a huge awkward silence. Okay, yep. well, that yep. can be, that can be, Can uh, we have another one? No, no. There we go. Oh, I love Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, uh, it's funny because, like you said, Heems is usually about two times as good as Cool, but this time he was about one fourth as good as Cool. <laughs> and would, um, yeah, uh, Cool's verse was like granted uh, a lot better than he normally does uh, compared to other, you know, Cool AD verses. But um, did anybody else listen to the Cool mixtape? No, nope. no, yeah, exactly. a little bit. Whereas Nehru jackets, am I right? I, I liked it a lot. I like Major Jackets. It's on my love list. It's wonderful. I put it on so much more than I ever thought I would. It's totally like become go to music for me. I'll just throw it on. Like love the New York City cops. Wait. Have you guys heard that Coca Cola freestyle? Oh, that be- uh, that beat is literally stuck in my head as we speak. Oh my goodness, forget it. XMU, that's where I heard that, Austin. I also heard it on there once. And I enjoyed it on there. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh that was my impression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah, uh, that was a cool track, of course, disregarding Heems first. And Despot, uh, I didn't know this. <coughs> um, he he was on a track on Relax, I think it was called Power. That Danny Brown was also on. But um, I was watching this thing called Chillin' Island, which was this miniature documentary. Dapwell. Yeah, that Dapwell did, and um. Uh, it's this DOS racist type thing where he just films like their tours and stuff. But uh, he had this friend who had this blog that I think was called Slice Hunter, which was uh, Manhattan Pizza, and you would just go to different restaurants and write about uh, the pizza there. And uh, Despot was actually a writer for that blog, and oh. I don't know, I just saw him on there uh, when they were interviewing about that blog, and I said, "Oh, that's Despot. That's weird." And that's then uh, so I think, he, yeah, he's actually a really, really great rapper. I loved his verse on that track in particular, where he was he was rapping about uh, Lucky Charms, if I'm not mistaken. He certainly was. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that's about all I've been listening to this week. Why don't you three start a rap group? Uh, I don't see why we shouldn't. You want to know my rap name? What's that? Yeah. What? To Kill a Mockingbird. Like oh, damn. <laughs> Love it. I have a good one for you, too. What's that? Smorgasbord. Oh, <laughs> that's wonderful. 
Yeah. What What's yours, Mark? If you had a rap name, I haven't thought this far ahead. Okay, I I'm, googled I'm rap make names. One. I no, googled rap names. I'm on a rap name generator right now. That's how Childish Gambito got his name. No fool. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Okay, let's see here. Suggest male rap name. Marky Vile Jam. <laughs> I prefer mine, I think. What's that? Mark the Illest Gillis. Ooh, love oh, it. That's good. Thank you. I like that. I'm on um, fire over here, guys. Josh is good at this. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's telling my, me mine that mine is um Violent Toilet Thing. <laughs> Again, I've got to say I'm better than the generator. Do it. Austin Kirkley. That's uh, a curly that's not... fries. Curly fries. Curly fries is a, a name that I've been given many a time. I know, uh, I know. Why? Because that's my last name. Oh, it's not. Imagine going through life with the last name Custodio. Oh, that's 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 wonderful. There's a janitor up in this bitch. The janitor. T H A. The janitor. Isn't that cool? The Can you imagine how many women must talk to me with that last name like that? My last name is Curly, and I have a fro. Come on. As long as you are. Never mind, yeah. Yeah. You you might be up shit creek with that one. (laughs) You have no idea. Up shit creek without a shit paddle. Uh Um, Anyway, uh, let's hope that nobody stalks us, because now they know our last names. Um, uh, Luckily, I don't think anyone listens to this. Luckily. I'd deal with the stalker if we just had, like, maybe a dozen listeners. Um, would be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone listened, right? Yeah. Uh, that being said, please don't stalk us. Uh, okay, so, uh, what else has Austin been listening to? I believe nothing. Yeah, I always... listened to, uh, uh, I mean, I did, <clears throat> uh, since, uh, uh, probably about Monday... I've rewatched three seasons of, like we were talking about earlier, the Larry Sanders show. And I think this would be a good time to bring it up. Right because uh, personally, there's nothing I love more than that television show. It's, yep. it, it's, it's probably the best written dialogue-wise television show in the history of television as an industry and art form. Listen, my, my community and Arrested Development loving friends give me grief for it, but it is the best television comedy of all I think, time. I think it is the best TV comedy, yeah. Hey, you guys can't see it right now, but I'm making his face and it's hilarious. Here, just listen. <laughs> I love it. Wasn't that good? It was great. Thank you. Um, really bringing the entertainment to this podcast. That's a bold statement saying it's better than Arrested Development. Listen, I know, but you wouldn't have found a more diehard Arrested Development fan than me. I love every character. I know every line. The three seasons, the bit. And I still think Larry Sanders is better because it does – it surpasses it with basically three characters. I know. That's the thing. There are different characters, but Hank, Arnie, Artie, and Larry, like – That's it. Just the three of them, you don't really need much else. I mean – Mark, here's what I'm going to tell you, okay? Are, are you listening? Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, and I don't mean to assault your tastes here, but for the sake of good radio, I'm going to. Arrest Development is a collective of the flattest characters doing exactly what you expect them to in a series of equally dysfunctional 
situations. What makes the show work is that it's so self-referencing that it's like, ha ha, I'm in on this. And that's awesome. And that's why it's the second best comedy of all time. Disagree. You shut your face for a second. You let a guy finish, Mark. Here here I am trying to make a point. That's Alex, not me. Keep me out of this. How do we mute him? Austin Janitor is trying to speak. Listen, I'm going to clean up the competition here in a second. All right, now listen. Here's where the Larry Sanders shows differs. Larry is a fucking human. He hates what he does but loves it. He 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 wants to tear himself away from the bad. He's just a piece of shit. Like he's the worst type of person. He he pretends he doesn't like fame. He surrounds himself with losers so that he can feel good. He calls them out on it constantly. It, 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 Hank is a fucking imbecile who you watch plot around. You know Hank. You have a Hank in your life who is like super well-meeting but just useless at everything under the sun. And then you have Artie who it's like, I wish he was my uncle. But they're dynamic. They're super round characters. Tell me who in Red Rest Development is the roundest character. Uh, That's the thing. Uh, I rest well, Michael is the most roundest character. Do you think yeah. so? Yeah. What what degrees think... Michael do you see in the show? See, he's I the only say... normal. Yeah, everybody <laughs> yeah, else normal. is a cartoon. That is his thing. That's he the thing. He's the, he's the straight man of that show. Yeah. He flatlines. You get normal out of him. Sometimes he peaks with mildly annoyed. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Here's the thing. Arrested Development, and I will say, is the second best uh, uh, comedy television show of all time, which I totally agree with. But um, like you said, it is. Uh, it's like it's a it's absurdism. It's like absurd comedy, and I love that. Like that's my second favorite type of comedy, besides brutally real comedy, which is what Larry Sanders Show is. And like, ding, ding. yeah, Larry Sanders Show. It managed to be the most hilarious thing ever, while still being soul crushingly depressing. Like yes. the, the man is uh, just a complete sociopathic pillhead and An erotic mess. Yeah, and he ma- manages to just like. Make the best comedy in the world. It, it's it, Larry Sanders in some ways. It bleeds realness. Make, here, here's the <clears> thing <throat> with the Larry Sanders show that's kind of cool too. It's a story of a man who starts at the bottom, continues along the bottom, and after five seasons of television, finally ends up at the bottom. Like it, it, it is so bleak in so many ways. It's so, it's so true, and just like everyone is sort of. Just, if not out and out aggressive, then just like distasteful of each other to a manner where it's all—it's so uncomfortable to watch and just so just intoxicatingly hilarious. I would also recommend it for fans of Rest Development, like Austin. Well, yeah, it's and I. it's got um it's got Jeffrey Tambor, who is of course George Senior as yes. Hank, the main character, and they're all they also shared a couple writers, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, and wonderful. Jonah Hill and Judd Apatow both wrote for it too. Jonah Hill did. You Jonah Hill was ask. Jonah Hill was twelve when that show was what? out. Very good twelve. I, I he, he went from Larry. Somebody Google it. I hear somebody typing. Yeah, huh? I'm typing. This is ridiculous. Oh Jonah, no, he might he might have written for Ali G. I think I'm thinking of Ali G. He probably did. Oh, that that would make more sense. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have any writing credits besides Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, <laughs> Ali. Ali G and SNL. Okay, it's Ali G I'm thinking of then. There you go. Thanks for fact-checking me in public. No problem. Like I said, good thing no one listens to this. Yeah. 
Uh, to, we've told just blatant lies about pretty much everything on the show. Nobody's yeah. Uh, anyway, I was just watch the show, people. It is it will affect your life in a way that's just very very real and meaningful. Yes, I agree. There's too much. There's too much TV I have to watch. There's not because you only have to watch this. <laughs> I'm, right now, I'm I'm almost done watching through. It's always sunny. That, that is child's play compared to this show. <laughs> Rookies. Yes. <laughs> Patsies. I, I do like that show. Zeros. Does anybody watch Louie? I know Kyle does. but Yeah, Louie's great. Louie's possibly even more soul-crushingly depressing. Season 2 just kicks the shit out of Season 1, though. I wasn't so, so hot on Season 1, but I... It's almost more of a drama at times. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I was expecting, like, when I watched a couple of the first episodes, like, oh, I'd seen a couple episodes of Lucky Louie, which is his HBO show, which was like this, you know, three-camera sitcom type thing. I was yeah. like, okay, this is just going to be another sitcom. But it's, like, m- like meticulously filmed and edited and written. And Louie does every single bit of it himself. And it's just yeah. amazing that people said, all right, you're a funny dude. Make a TV show and we won't say anything. And he did, and it's fantastic. Yeah, that guy he makes has- very little money from the FX show. Yeah. Um, we actually discussed how much money Louis C.K. has on a previous podcast, and it turns out to be, uh, I think, $1.4 million. But uh, That is not that much. Yeah. It's definitely less than he deserves. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, – th- that makes my heart feel good that uh, somebody can actually you know, produce a decent TV show around you know, sort of any sort of network influence or you know, editing or anything like that. That's why I think Louis is – Maybe maybe the best stand up today. I think I think he's my favorite. Norm Macdonald. Really, Norm Macdonald is the funniest living comedian for me. But it may be the Canadian bias. Oh, I think it is. Have uh, you guys heard his moth joke? It's funnier than anything. Tell me the moth joke. I don't know it. We don't have six minutes. Oh, okay, okay. He has six <laughs> minutes on a moth. <laughs> you That's bet. Wow. Sweet ass, he does. <laughs> Listen, whoever's curious, go type Norm MacDonald moth joke on Conan into YouTube. And uh, I will – well, that is a good typing sound effect. And uh, for those and, of you that have me on Facebook, I would be oh. – I will – this is an open challenge to put a funnier single joke on my Facebook wall. And I'll admit if you do uh, with – but I'll also call you mean names and racial slurs. And, okay. Geez. You know we're so, all very, very white. Wow. Okay. Not me. Not me. Nope. Don't lump me into that polite segment. Oh, Custodio, are you of Latin descent, possibly? Uh, Portuguese. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, th- this this uh, this podcast gets more ethnic than a, than uh, your uh, your pictures lead me to believe. Want me to up the ethicness twice as much? All right. My full name is Jesua Mark Regeda Amado Custodio. Uh, that's that's pronounced Josh or. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or, or as or as my friends call me, Keshua Makhlanje the metal custo. What? Uh, no, that's that's what my friends call me for short. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not entirely white. Like I'm either. absolutely retarded. Uh, okay. Uh, a lot to remember. Yeah, that is. I'm I'm gonna. I have really good friends. Josh. <laughs> um. Mark, you and me are just pure white bread, right? I'm, 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 I'm white. I'm, I'm the whitest white. No, I told, white. I'm actually. Did I mention this before that I'm like 
maybe. Like, I'm like 116th Native American. Oh, God. What's with all these minorities creeping up on me? I, I have, like... Do you like Hamburger Helper? What's that? Do you like Hamburger Helper? God, you know it. Man, you are so white! I know. Well, that that's just personally... I'll just eat anything that has mass and you'll put in front of me, but I, I probably can't be trusted for that. Austin, I want to know more about your life. Okay. What's the day you, you are a, uh, this, this child wonder of, uh, of music encyclopedia knowledge. I don't know anything about you. All right. Tell me something about you. Uh, tell me something about Austin. Uh, yeah. Huh. You go to high What's school, your you popular color? or you loser? Say again? You go to high school, are you popular or are you a loser? <laughs> what do you think? I'm on a podcast right now. Yeah, me too. I, I was a big loser in high school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, where's your favorite place to eat? If you go out to eat, what's your favorite place to do so? Uh, well, to be honest, I enjoy it. Just um, uh, this is the thing, but I like eating alone. Like I, oh, I'll, I'll I'll have a meal with people, but like I'm you are a happy. loser. I, yeah, yeah that's kind of creepy. I don't know. It's just like. I like eating on my porch. Like that's. Are you are you afraid people will take your food? That's part of it. Uh, that's, okay, so you like eating alone. So where do you right. like to go to eat? Alone? Um, you well, uh, uh, my porch is the place of choice. But I'm assuming you mean me- restaurant. I don't do that in that's restaurants. Okay, what's your favorite food then? You can. You, it doesn't have to be a restaurant. I enjoy um, uh, tropical fruits. I'm a big fan of like you know the papaya and the mango and uh, the yeah. Uh. You ever put that on a steak, Austin? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't tried that. Is Not that what mango on a steak? Do you mango do you, on a steak? You Portuguese do that, don't you? Yeah, it's fruit on steak. You bet your ass. Hmm. Mark, what do you think of Austin's food choice? Mangoes and fruits? I don't know. Yeah, it's a weak answer, isn't it, for your very favorite food? I would, I would prefer steak. It's a true yeah, answer. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, Austin, you need to get steak out more. That's all I'm saying. Steak is Fair a enough. real man's answer. Yeah, steak. Wait, wait. Alexander, what's your favorite food? I'm um, coming to you. I like Mexican <laughs> food, but can I say like Mexican I've, food, eh? I've never eaten an orange or a steak in my entire <laughs> life. Never, you have Mex- never eaten a steak or an never. orange? Where do you live, Alexander? That's more shocking. I'm going to tie this back to It's Always Sunny. It just reminds me of the time when they find out Charlie's never had a pear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yeah. I, I might have... I might not have ever eaten a pear either. What? Where do you guys? You're all from the states, right? Yes, we have yes. fruit. You know, don't blame it on that. We have fruit. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. Alexander, you've never had a steak in your life. Nope, never once. James, this guy on the podcast has never had a steak. Josh, Josh, introduce James. Thinks you're lying. Josh, introduce your friend James. Bring him on. James says he has no interest in talking to somebody who's never had a steak. No, get him to come berate him. Get him to come no, make come here, James. I'm taking my headphones off. You're joining in here. It is absurd. I'm commandeering this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Alexander, could you say hello? Hello. This guy never had a steak before. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> and Josh is amazing at barbecue. I, I listen. I'm a whiz behind the barbecue. It's true. So when a guy says I never had a steak, it just doesn't make any sense. Insulting. What do you eat? Um. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he eats pickets. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> he just he just he just eats plates. He just eats plate full of a uh, plate full of faggot every day. He just has a big plate full of faggot. Wow. <laughs> but James is gay. You can't say that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. James, James you're such a faggot. <laughs> Big angry faggot. Big angry faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander, what what is your favorite food then? Well, I just said Mexican food. That's your very favorite. That's acceptable. That's a genre. You can't. What's your favorite food? Mexican? What you okay, like burritos? She's a genre. Food. Okay, my favorite food's Canadian. I like Canadian food too. Like what do you guys food. eat up there? Snow. Earth food is. Yeah, cool. we eat snow, Alex. Very funny. Yeah, that's what we eat. Snow. We're we have to go snow. out and catch a moose and then bring it back. <laughs> Get this guy in an igloo. Okay. <laughs> we live. We live in Vancouver. It's, it snows. You guys don't even get snow there. I've I've seen snow yeah, literally mental. once in my life. All right, so Mexican food, fajitas, maybe. Is that your very favorite? Uh, fajitas are good. Uh, burritos, oh. tacos, anything. Yeah, I like a good fajita here and there. You ever had a tocada before? Uh, no. I don't know what that is. It's a burrito without the beans, but then they deep fry the burrito and pour the beans over it. Oh, I might have actually had that. But... Yeah, they're killer, man. If you, you got a good Mexican place near you, go ask for his tocada. Does anybody like sushi? I love sushi. Yeah, I, love I had sushi. sushi today with my mother. It's something that, like, that I euphemism? never... What's that? What? Is that a euphemism for something? I had sushi with oh. my mother. Very oh, don't go there. Oh, God. That wasn't oh, that funny. Continue. Sushi is something that I never could have envisioned myself eating when I was younger, but now I love it for some reason. Yeah, sushi's up there for my favorite foods, too. Absolutely. I like I like Thai food, too. I think I mentioned that I'm Listen, a white... Stop I'm genres. Mexican and Thai are not favorite foods. <laughs> Why aren't genres what if, acceptable? Because what if I want to mail you your favorite food? Because I like it. What am I going to do? Call a Mexican restaurant? Hey, I need some Mexican. It's his Order favorite. Order one of everything on the menu. Right. Yeah, that's okay. an answer. Save the yeah. trouble. Just mail him a steak. Yeah. yeah seriously, I'll mail you a steak. That's what mail, you do. Mail him a steak, and I'll I'll mail Mark the Larry Sanders show, and then we can be a happy family. <laughs> All right. Mark, I think I got to agree. Sushi might be my favorite food. I like pho a lot, too. You guys ever have pho? Pho is amazing. I have, I have Sorry, like... what? Pho? Have you ever, have you ever had yo? Is that, what, is that what you're saying? <laughs> have you ever had yo? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a pronunciation manual on how to pronounce. <laughs> how is it spelled? Pho. I can't. It's spelled P P H O with some weird accent thing on the O. Bo? It's Vietnamese soup. Yeah, and it's it's the best stuff. It's cheap. It's filling. It's like a create your own adventure. As you eat it, you change the constitution and how it tastes. If you ever cold. Hot soup? It's good. It's awesome. Have you guys had boba before? No. What's boba? It's like, uh, it's, how do I describe it? It's Vietnamese, like, sh- these sugary drinks, and they have uh, tapioca in it. It's really oh, that good. That sounds good. Oh, is it like uh, tea? It's like a Vietnamese yeah. tea? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard tell of these. I've he- I hear they're delicious. It's really oh, good. Oh, bubble tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's oh, what it's called. Oh, bubble tea. Yeah. yeah. I love bubble tea, man. I like anything Asian. Bring it on. Chinese... Chinese, I live. Japanese. Yeah. Ocean Other Asian, Asian countries. <laughs> Other. Chinese. Whatever. Everything. 
Uh, All right. What else, Austin? What else? I know you're young. I know you really like music. What else? What else? Ask, you know ask me a question. I'm not good at just uh, out. You nuts. got a girlfriend? Uh, once again, I refer you to the fact <laughs> that I'm talking to you on a podcast right now. I got a girlfriend. I'm here talking to you on a podcast. Well, I mean, you have that. You have that. That sexy port, uh, Portuguese name. I think. How could you... <laughs> My sexy Portuguese name. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What else? What else do we want to know about Austin? What's your? You play any this sports? This has become a question, Austin. Time. <laughs> Once again, play any sports. I refer you, sir, to the fact that I'm talking <laughs> to you right now on a podcast. All these <laughs> questions are answerable by one statement. Do you play any instruments, Austin? I do. I play the guitar. I play the bass. The guitar. I play the guitar. Right. I play the bass. Um, and I've been, I don't know if it counts, but fiddling around with, a, with an uh, Akai MPD, MPC. And Absolutely I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting decent at that, I think. Man, I make my living playing drum pads and synths. You really? Don't yeah, absolutely. You don't. I, you don't need to convince me. Yeah. Did uh? Did uh? You have a uh, this similar experience where got it the first day. I played it literally for five hours, and my fingertips hurt so bad, and they just started to swell like balloons at the top of my fingers. It was yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's it's a good sign though. Yeah, absolutely, that happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, stay the course because uh, actually, I was talking with uh, my friend Jameson the other day. And uh, he, he he's a uh, he's he's in teen days. He's teen days, and he was talking about how it's hard to sort of garner respect now. Not having like people are there's some backlash against like laptop synth drum musicians right now, and uh, you know people are, are for a, a four piece guitar format. So it's getting trickier to gain acceptance there. People sort of see and think you don't have any musical ability right off the bat. Uh, wait, that's odd because that does not happen in the States, or at least not that oh, I've really? seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Vancouver is definitely, you can definitely almost, like, feel the collective sigh of, like, oh, this is what you do. And it isn't without, I'm not going to call out anybody or anything, but there's some bands where it's, like, push play and adjust volume, maybe. I mean, that that doesn't mean that's a piece of shit, but... Mm. You also get people. Have you guys ever seen baths before? Yeah, I was. I was literally just about to bring up baths. The thing he does yeah. with that thing, I have actually the same model as him, I believe, and it's uh, it's amazing he, what he can do with that thing. He he uses it as well as I've seen any musician use any instrument. He's so intuitive. He can improvise like a boss on it, and it's it is the same thing as any other instrument where it takes a process to master it, ten thousand hours, whatever you want to mm-hmm. get, you know. To a certain point, but yeah, there, there's definitely some tangible backlash out here towards it. When we, because we play either with, uh, I use an APC40 and a, and he sings, but we also do a live band format sometimes, and people afterwards will be like, oh yeah, you guys are, are such a, you know, you're a, this isn't me patting my back, but they're more likely to say you're a good band uh, after the full band show for sure. Hmm. Prejudice, prejudice. That's cool. That's cool to know that that isn't the case down there, though. No, no, we're uh, we're pretty accepting because all of our pop stars like do even less than that. Like it's, <laughs> it's sickening. Yeah, what, Canada, very true. Does Canada have pop stars, or do you just share ours? I'm curious. We share yours, yeah. Okay. A lot of our media is just your guys's. Right. Um. What What would be? I'm trying to think. Big pure Canadian. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty much shit. Like Nickelback. Oh, Drake is one of our own. Uh, right. And he's okay. Uh, but, yeah, we mostly mooch off your guys. It's just like our TV and movies and everything else. 
Hey, what? You, okay, any of you guys a Republican? Any of the three of you? Nope. Do they have Republicans in Canada? No, they have, they have a three-party system. I was actually I learned about this the other day. Don't yeah, they have a, an official third party that's actually serious? Yeah, no, they came in second yes. last time. The de facto second party is now in third. It's very cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been uh, a very interesting time for Canadian politics. And the guy, uh, Jack Layton, rest in peace, who sort of uh, rallied the party around and got them to become the official opposition. Second place, he passed away a couple months after he finally got there, um, which is a, a real shame. But, uh, yeah, you... Uh, is it just haywire down there right now? Because I'm a redditor, so I see the memes come up. Rick Santorum seems like a fucking lunatic. Hey, you're right. Is that yeah. <laughs> is that consensus down there? No, it totally is. Except not in my neck of the woods because I'm from uh, not exactly the deep south, but the south. And okay. uh, we're uh, when I say we, I mean they are uh, more down with him than in other parts of the country. That's so interesting, because I don't know how many of these quotes are taken out of context or whatnot, but sometimes he's just saying things so directly. I'm like, how, like, people must think he's from the Stone Age, isn't it? Uh, yeah, except yeah, that's what it seems a lot like of, with some a of the lot stuff of our I hear. are, in fact, from the Stone Age. We're, <laughs> we're shameful in a lot of ways, our country. Yeah. Now, what do you guys think about Canada as a whole? Well, isn't it like uh, uh, Paradise? It seems like paradise because, <laughs> like, don't you have like sixty murders a year and like yeah. there's free healthcare and stuff like that? It's funny because the town I'm from is the the gun murder capital of Canada, so I don't exactly get that um, uh, viewpoint. But yeah, I love it here. James, do you like Canada? It's an amazing place. James says it's an amazing place. I like Canada. Well, whatever all... James says, I think we I can't should argue probably... James. Yeah, James is the sort of guy who uh, you know he'll he'll ride up on a horse. Trample ya, and then eat ya. Is that what James does? That's James, <laughs> and he's totally fucked up. It's crazy. Huh. James rides around on a horse all the time? No, but he is a very good dancer. Oh. It's funny. Story. I have a horse story. It's weird. I live, where I live, there's like a Mennonite community not far from here. Oh, and wow. you'll always oh. see, you'll see horses, like, driving around just the streets. <laughs> see, like, like a cart? This, yeah, this, like, horse and buggy at the mall and stuff. Like, just one horse? Uh, there's usually a couple horses. You ever like, look at it and be like, hey, look, you got two horsepower or some joke like that? <laughs> <laughs> no? I bet they love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very funny. Mm -hmm. I, uh... Yeah, no, but it's, it's just <laughs> odd to see amongst all the cars and <laughs> everything. There's just, there's just horses. Hello? Sorry. Huh. Hello? Okay, I think we just cut out for a second. Is everyone still there? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, you guys have a high opinion of it. I, if say, any of you ever want to come, you're welcome to stay at my house. Uh, I will. You'll get right into the essence of Vancouver. It'll be a great time, I promise. Or you might actually have a steak. So. You want to have a steak, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. We might go to Gorgamesh. Oh you can God. see James dancing in the cage with his shirt off. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Wait, is he a male dancer? <laughs> no, he's not a male dancer. Well, he was that night. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, you should have seen us. The craziest thing. <laughs> this is, like, not our place whatsoever. It's, like, this weird dance club. But they're <laughs> open till they're weird. They're open till 7 a.m. 7 a.m.? So yeah, so, so we'd been out drinking, and everywhere stopped serving at 2, so... 
And then, I don't know, one of Gisborne was just like, oh, let's go out some more. So we end up in, like, this dance club. And it was it was just the most, like, you felt like you were, like, sinning when you were in there. It was, like, black with, like, red lighting. And there were cages and, like, scantily clad women. And I'm, like, super uncomfortable in a position like this, right? Like, I don't know how to dance. I don't know how to be cool in any capacity. But James is like, all right. So he's, he's like, doing his thing. Women are stripping for him. He's in the cage. It, it was absolutely incredible. Oh, God, I'm so jealous of people like that, because I'm not at all like that. Well, no, that's oh, if I go out so to a place like that, I'm so, so awkward. Remember how I said I like to, like, quietly eat grapefruit on my porch alone? <laughs> that's that's what I would probably, I would just probably go outside and just, you know, and find do that. Grapefruit. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, it, it's interesting, because I feel so, like, in my element in, like, dive bars or venues, right? There's, like a certain amount of, oh, hey, I know you, you know, we do this music thing. And then to end up at somewhere that's just uh, so, the antithesis to that was so interesting. And I actually had a really good time for what it's worth. Like, I sort of had just, like, throw myself in it, like, okay, this is not my thing, but I'm going to, you know, sort of, I'm going to try. Like, I'm really going to try and get in there. And I end up having a blast. That's where alcohol helps. I now here's the thing they're still not allowed to serve after two luckily I was wasted anyway however but oh, they were selling, they were selling waters how much do you think they're selling a water for at Gorgamesh guys how much I want guesses well these are all ecstasy ridden uh, five bags bucks. there five so bucks. I'm gonna say right. eight dollars five dollars okay what about you Alex um seven seventy five it was six dollars a water six dollars for a bottle Jeez. of water that's like Disneyland prices I look over at Thai Boy, I'm like, ah, I'm going to get these. They're like $6. I freaked. I'm not going to pay $6 for water. What is this? I did because I was thirsty, but I mean, what's a guy going to do? Yeah. You don't pay that much for a beer. <laughs> I know, right? Especially here, you know? So, yeah, that was, it was an interesting experience. We had fun. It was fun, though, right, James? It was awesome. Yeah, James says it was awesome. It was awesome. What he remembers was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the women seemed very attracted to you. It's because he used to be a stripper. James is a really good dancer and next stripper, and he's like super ripped, so like he can just really excel in a place like this. Huh? Uh, <laughs> you actually <laughs> left me speechless. You literally, I have, I have no words. <laughs> I have no speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. We were trying to guess his weight the other night. That was a lot of fun. James looks okay. like an interesting guy. <laughs> oh, James James is a hoot. He's like this super uh he likes to dance and go out, but he's also like loves to play D and D and uh he's he's like a cross between the biggest jock, the biggest partier, and the biggest nerd I know. Huh. Multiclassed. He's he multiclassed, he just said. <laughs> which is a D and D rapper. I can I can I like, respect that, see. I like those hybrid people. Yeah, he's, he's a blast to be around, you know, because it's like, oh, what do you want to do? James is down because he's so multifaceted. Uh, this is this episode, we, we, let's just turn this into the James cast. James, just hop on, James. You want to make this podcast about you, James? This is the James cast. He doesn't want to. <laughs> he knows he wants to. All right, uh, okay, so know a little bit about Austin. Mark, can we get to know you? Let's get to know Mark. Try, you can try. Mark, your connection is... Are you on an N64? What, what is that connection? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's exactly it. Ba-boom. All right, ready, Mark? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a couple questions your way. Ready as I'm going to be. 
Okay. If you could have been alive in any decade but the one you're in, what would it be? Oh, man. That's not a decade. Uh, but the one I'm in right yeah. now? No, the one you were born in. You're what? Okay, I, what, what... Sorry, go ahead. I was born in... I was technically born in the 80s. I was alive for four weeks in the 80s. Let's call it the 90s. Well, okay, what, what decade would you like to grow up in? You're 19 years old in what decade? He's 19, 19 years old now. I'm 22. Well, you get what I mean. You're... I don't know. I like, I like it right now. That's All right, Mark, good answer. No. I don't think you understand the conceit of this question, Mark. <laughs> That's all right, Mark. <laughs> Mark's playing Super Mario 64 on his computer while we're doing this. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Ready for the next question, Mark? Mark would choose to be born in 89. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Ready for the next question, Mark? Sure. If you could be good at anything that you're not, I mean a professional, 100% people look up to you for doing this, what is it? Oh, man. Probably... Man, it would be cool to be a musician. Do you not play an instrument, Mark? I can't fucking play anything. But you're so good at writing about it. I'm. Well, that's that's up for debate, but... <laughs> I think you are. Well, Person, thank you. I think TJ... I want to go on record saying I think TJ's the best, though. I, he sent me his novel. Has anybody read his novel? No. Yeah, oh, I've been meaning to ask him for it. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. I'm about 50 pages into it now. I think TJ's the best writer on YPIOW. God, I wish I could write a novel. I think, I think TJ or Steve. Yeah. I think Steve's pretty good, yeah. too. Steve's, Steve's very good as well. I think they're... Oh. <laughs> I read what they write, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a hell of a lot. <laughs> I think what I... What I, I lack in quality of writing, I bring in hits, because I have the most Twitter followers. It's true. And when I lack in yeah. quality of writing, I make, for, make up for in volume of writing... Because I don't know if you've read anything I've ever written, uh, because it it's, uh, it's, it's it prattles. Yeah, it prattles on. Much like I do on this podcast. The Velvet Underground thing awesome. was good, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was... I was bored on the Saturday morning, and that's what turned up. Mark, what um, are yeah, you I, best at? Say again? What am I? What, what are you best at, Mark? What, are you very, what is Mark Gillis just a pro at? Oh, God. Now I feel... I feel like, uh, hmm, this is a tough one. Is it as hard as what decade you were going to be born in? I'm not going to kill you if you're wrong, Mark. I'm just curious here. No, you're making you're making me realize I'm not the best at anything. Well, okay. If every look at all your skills. What are you the best at? I am the best at math. He is really good at math. I can vouch for that. Right, I'm a so math. Mark, I'm a math maker. Mark. I'm gonna put you on the spot and ask you to prove it. Okay? Prove it? How do I? How do I I'm prove it? Math, I'm gonna throw math questions at you, and you gotta nail them. Oh God. Are you ready? Let's go for it. Six times six. <laughs> James, is that right? He said thirty-six. I think it's pretty good. James 30. says close. He thinks so. Yeah. Close? Okay, Mark. Can you can you tell me how to? Can you tell me the quadratic formula, Mark? Um, I know what six times six is. Negative b plus or minus b squared minus four ac over two a. Got it. That's technically wrong. Why? He didn't say the square root of b squared minus four ac. No, he did. 
No, he didn't. Mark, Mark, do you know nine times 18? James wants to know. Nine so. times. Man, those are big numbers. <laughs> Nine's a pretty small number. It's single digit. Nine times 18. James, do you know the answer? Yes. Off the top of your head? Yes. What's I don't know it off the top of my head. Huh? It's 162. It's 162. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. This is where. Wow, that, I didn't know who that could have mathed, James. Multiples of nine are really easy. Yeah, I know. Well, Wait, yeah, you just we have a math off between... multiply it by ten and then subtract. James refuses to have a math off with somebody who's possibly better than him because he hates failure so much. <laughs> <laughs> he only likes succeeding. All right, so what do we learn? Mark's happy with where he is and he's good at math. Right. Mark, what's I... your favorite thing about yourself physically? What do you like? <laughs> physically. That's right. Oh this God! Is this radio, is the best the episode we've ever had. <laughs> the episode, please, Josh. You make this the best thing. No, get out of here! I, we're not talking about anything. I'm just, I'm just very curious. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I, I'm, I can't keep this. I can't keep from laughing. Say it. I, we're so happy with where you live. And answer. Tell us why you're pretty. Say it. Tell us why I'm pretty. So I don't like know why I'm pretty. Or something? Come on. I can't help that I'm pretty. I just am. Okay, so what's your favorite? My favorite? Your favorite uh, thing about yourself physically. This shouldn't I'm be that hard. your Twitter feed, by the way, right now, Mark. You're looking at my Twitter feed? Yep, just thought. I was, I'm trying to see what my favorite part about you is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Let's see. Mark, I'm going <laughs> to tell you what your favorite part about yourself is. Time to go okay. look at Mark's Facebook page. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Here we My go. Facebook page has a picture of Con- me with Con Stetson on it right now. Mark, you're a handsome guy. Why the hesitancies? That's actually, you're looking at Colin Stetson. Um, Hi, Colin Stetson. Oh, that's awkward. That oh, man is Dan. A... I'm looking at my man Dan. Good looking. How do you know Dan? Um, That was at a show in Guelph. I saw him. I've seen, you played I've in seen... Guelph? Yeah, uh, I'm in. I've seen Dan three times, three times in the past what? year. I'm sorry, who is this? Dan who? Dan Mangan. He's got that song Robots, maybe, already. He's a super guy. That is I the, I have to say, that's one of the coolest live songs. Yeah, he, he's so talented. He's a pretty big deal up here right now, actually, in Vancouver. He, he, won, a, he won a Juno Award. And he won Peak Performance Project, which I won't talk about, but it's a big thing here. I, I, okay. I know what you're talking about. Really? Yep. Wow, that is so impressive. Mark, your favorite thing about the way you look is your jawline. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> Agree or disagree? Agree. See? Yeah. I know people, <laughs> I know women, they like to go swimming. They like to drink tea in the cool breeze on the east or the beach. All right, Alex, you ready? Ready for me to get to know you? Oh, God. Let's do it. I love this. We have to just... Pile on Josh after this is done. And yes. I'll answer anything. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Alex, let's get to Alex. All right. Oh. I'm ready. Alex, how tall are you? I'm very tall. I'm like 6'2". Holy shit. Nice. I'm 6'1". That isn't that tall. Are you I'm fat like six... at all? Uh, no. See, I'm fat. I'm 6'1 and heavy. I'm, I'm skin and bone, kind of. Oh, that's cool. Does that, does that ever present any problems? Um, I can't open mean? pickle jars. What's implied uh, by that? Oh, are you not that strong? I'm you very weak. Like, ah, that's all right, though. Better than being overweight. It's, it's hell. All right. 
Alex, did you have a girlfriend, Alex? No. What's her name? I said no. Oh, yeah, we what, know what's you're lying. Your, uh, what? What's your what's what's the girlfriend you want? Who's your perfect girlfriend? Not a celebrity. Like describe what you want in a female companion. Oh God. <laughs> Mango and uh, Mango <laughs> I want the... These are hard questions. James, am I asking hard questions? No. No, these are easy questions. James, what do you want in a woman? I want her to be intelligent. I want her to have opinions. He wants opinions and intelligent. That's good. I respect yeah, I'll go that. with that. I, I like that. See, if you have a shitty opinion, he's going to call you out and break up with you. That's what James... <laughs> you should see how many women are over James. It doesn't even matter. He just... Oh, my God. Sushi oh, today, God. and just chance because there's only one good sushi place around here. Only people in the know go to the same sushi place. James shows up with the, you know this girl, this beautiful girl. I'm sitting there with my mom. You know. <laughs> All right, answer, Alex. Come on, what do you want? What, what James said. No, you can't take James. Hey, answer. why not? James said large. Answer. James just added large penis onto his answer. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah. I, I recall you saying that about uh, that about James, and I was wondering uh, what what his qualities in a in a woman would be. So, yeah. Did you guys hear what James is yelling from the other room? I can't. I can't. He said, "I hope you like cock, Alex." <laughs> oh my god! So, all right, all right, Alex. All right, boob or butt guy, Alex. <laughs> he exploded. Did he just I guess cut the... out? Sorry, go ahead. What? Go ahead. He's pretending to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. Um... Shut up and answer the question. Are these that hard? Pick I both. I really look at that kind of thing, to be honest. As, as, Pick as both. As that sounds. I don't believe you. A what now? What do you look at, then? The face. Yeah, no, a good face is important. No. no question. Yeah, no, you need a good face. If you there's can't go over the face, there's no point. Wrists. It's like it's like uh, old Miles always says. Got <laughs> a nice face, she's got no place. Outer thighs. <laughs> Austin, oh. Austin really likes the outer thigh. That is specific. The, the neck. <laughs> and, and wrists, he said, too? Yeah, wrists, neck. Do you like small or big wrists? Uh, thighs? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> James, stop that. <laughs> what? What do you want from me? <laughs> Just get him on microphone. He's talking enough. James, do you want a mic? I have a second mic. I'm absolutely Give... uninterested. We're talking about women, though. That's really that's really bringing me into the, into the fold. The, James's area of expertise is women. That's damn it, not... Mike. Damn it, J- James. If you can hear me, get get on a mic. Hey, goddamn it. I'll repeat. We need you. James, I want you on the mic. Come here. Uh... I'm taking off my headphones for a sec. James. Just join us, won't you? Fine. Okay. Hang on a sec. James, can you hear? Yeah. Can you guys hear James? James. We can hear James. Him. Who's the first one? That was Austin. I'm I'm Austin. It's me. Okay. James, right. I'm Mark. Nice to meet you, Mark. I'm Alex. Austin, I haven't eaten steak. steak right? No, no. Alex has never had a steak ah. and doesn't like boobs or breasts. Well, see, I thought I thought so. I knew that one of them was, one of you was gonna like the cock. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically speaking, it had to be one of us. It's, it's probably me, sadly. Oh no, no. Oh, okay, this is this has become the James cast now, and I think we need to just embrace that. I, I don't think so. I think 
I've got some opinions. You guys are just, just failing left and right. So you might as well bring in a, in a pinch hitter. Right, right, right. James, James, you just seem like just a powerhouse of a human. How do you do it, man? That is true. You're a powerhouse of a human. Excess. Everywhere. I know. I see nothing but success. Yeah. If no, I, if excess, was, he said. Excess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that too. So if I was going to try and, you know, uh, implement moderation in my life, I'd do it excessively. <laughs> That's really Perfect sense. Questions for Alex? I don't even know these people, and I don't even know why we're here. Neither do I. Yeah. I'm getting to know them. Oh man, we're just here to talk. New friends. Yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of it's kind of tough to you know connect with you guys if we haven't you know met you before. But all right, uh, Alex, we, Alex, to... what do you want to know about Alex? Something very hard hitting. Something from the soul. <laughs> Nothing music based. No. What I do mean, you want to know about him? The we're, list we're done. Of... I think yeah, we've, we've crossed the music thing. Yeah, see, that's, that's off the list. I'm just a guest here, trying to get. I'm trying to help them. Their listeners want to know about them. Here they are droning on about God knows what. They, yeah, they want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hard even question. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to go with some kind of an opinion thing here. Okay, awesome. And that's, that's, what we've been, that's what we've been doing the entire time. What, what do we know about Austin so far? No, Alex is who we want to Sorry, know. what do we know about Alex? He's never had a steak. Good. He's straight. He's 6'2 right. and thin. Oh. Well, I'll why, single. I mean, you haven't eaten steak, which is a fear <laughs> that you should probably eat something and, you know... <laughs> Maybe leave the basement and go to the kitchen. <laughs> you skinny um, bitch. Why, why are you thin? What's going on there? How old are you, first of all? I, I'm 18. Okay. This is a, this is very common for people to be you know, thin and 18. James has his degree in kinesiology, so he, he's speaking from a place of expertise. It's exactly right. Nutrition, physiology. If you want to put on a ton of weight and you know, be a sexy, gorgeous piece of you know, flesh, then I'm the guy to talk to. <laughs> um, is that what it says on your business card? <laughs> the, you know, business cards. People just approach me and say, "Can I have some?" Can I have some? Hang on, can we go on? No, does that work? That's not necessary. No. Hmm? No. Can we go on. Yo, does that work? Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can do it. I don't want to do video. Shut up. You're doing it. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Okay. Tell you what. I'm gonna end the call and I'm gonna call right no, back. No, no. Fine, let's keep going. Cause, all right, you guys. Oh, it'll, gonna... it'll take not but a, not but a second. It'll it'll be fine, sir. Unless you don't want to. Question you said. I'm sorry. I gotta go shortly. Ask me a question. Uh, people ask me. You said, you said you had all these hard hitting ones. It's gonna hit so hard. James, I'm putting the headphones back on. That's fine. Okay, guys, you said you said you're gonna hit me with some hard hitting ones. I'll answer anything you want. Deep questions, people. Come on. I didn't think of any questions. Me neither. Oh, you just were threatening. All right. Well, never mind. Exactly. I was just I actually, trying. I'm, I'm Googling deep, hard-hitting questions right now, seeing what comes up. That is the um, most analytical way to approach this of all time. Man, Google's yes, the best for stuff like this. 50 questions that will free your mind. Fire away. What <laughs> do you, what, no, fuck Googling. What do you guys want to know about me? Josh, how old yes. would you be if you didn't know how old you are? <laughs> <laughs> How old would I be if I... Uh, I would be 14. Oof. Close, but 12. Austin would be like 75, right? I, I, I've said this before on this podcast. Uh, I may be a 16-year-old boy named Austin on the outside, but on the inside, I'm a 75-year-old man named Herman. <laughs> I, that is accurate from what I know of you. All right, 14. Come on. That, these aren't interesting. Nobody cares about this. Come on. What do you want to know about me? Uh... Josh Custodio. Cool yeah. band, Josh. Oh yeah, this Sorry. is this is a this is a rich vein of questioning because you are uh, 
so to speak, in the public eye. You are in a modestly popular band, if I do say so myself. In the only, in the, I am a triple Z list. <laughs> very, very little. Right, but still. Okay, I mean, sure, fire away. Uh, okay, uh, you, do, you, do you meet the occasional uh, celebrity or what we would consider celebrity? Yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Okay, who have you, who have you met in, yeah. in the past? I'm uh, interested. I am, do you know Yanis uh, Philobacanis from Foles? Yeah, I, I know the band. I don't know the man yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah. he's a yeah, singer of Foles I would consider myself chummy with. Ooh. Uh, uh, Dave Monks and Graham from Tokyo Police Club. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I'm very good friends with uh, Jameson, Teen Days. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I, 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 I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm a Will from Baths uh, a couple times. Been no way, really? Yeah. He's like the nicest dude. Just like everything about him strikes me as just like a saint. He's a big sweetheart. Yeah. Those side I, I, uh, Those, those side sides. I'll throw something up in the thread later, but yeah, he's, he's a real sweet guy. Fantastic. That that makes that does my heart good that he's that he's uh that he's a nice And here's what you should really know about him. He is talented like talented talented. Oh, believe me. There there's I've no seen, there's no big Yeah, I've seen the live stuff. Yeah. He's really talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Do you think he knows about Milo's mixtape? Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> it's your question. I think Bass knows about Milo's mixtape. No, but I'm I'm, sure. I'm curious to know. I think I think he he may probably know about it. I would sure. I had to if I had to guess. I would say yes, he does. Hmm. Oh, Mark, you had a question. Continue. Who are the most famous people that you've played with? Uh, that was for Josh. No, um, no. <laughs> I, I think probably Tokyo Police Club. I don't know how big they are there. They're reasonably big in Canada. I have, they a, are I have a friend who listens to them, even. And it surprised me when he listened to them. I was like, I, I respect them so much now. Well, they get some they get some mainstream uh, play here in Canada. Was Yeah, was because Wait Up was a pretty big song out here. Nature of the Experiment was pretty big. Uh, nothing especially off Elephant Shell, but they, they had... Yeah, they're of some note here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my answer. Student podcast. Okay. That's it. I did not misrepresent you, James. I called you a muscular, giant, gay personality. What? How? What is inaccurate? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, he's complaining to my roommate that I am portraying him inaccurately on here, which is bullshit. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I mean he could be just like a, a scrawny little nothing, but we we wouldn't know. This is this is only audio. One of you has me on Facebook. Oh, that's true. The James there. All right, I'm going to do oh. some internet detective work here. I'm going and I'm going and finding this too. <laughs> this is bizarre. How this is the best podcast we've done. This is infinitely yeah. the best podcast we've ever done. Is that it for your questions? I I'm 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 not a curious gentleman, but uh, unless, unless you want to Google questions again. <laughs> well, you guys, you know what should. You're Googling questions to ask me? You give me shit because I'm pulling out questions on you. You go, oh, we're going to get you. And then it's like, all right, ask me. It's like, what's your favorite band? Gosh, five <laughs> times eight. What, are you, what are you curious about? <laughs> five times eight? I don't know. James, what's five times eight? Forty? Forty. Forty. I didn't say I was good at math. I'm terrible. I'm shit at math. Okay. You got to if, <laughs> if you could uh, be Alex, a fictional Alex. character, who would it be? <laughs> the tech. Oh. What's that? Yeah, the tech. 
answer to that question. Live Text? action or animated? Oh, animated. Forget it. Okay, good. good. And it isn't close. Yeah, live action, the tick, bitch, please. Yeah, we aired for three episodes. Ballin' next. That was, that was Patrick Warburton. I like that guy. Yeah. He, he's oh, yeah, on he, the Venture Brothers now. Yeah, he had, a nice, uh, he had a nice go in Seinfeld there for a second. Oh, yeah, he played Elaine's girlfriend. I remember that. I played Elaine's boyfriend, if I recall oh, the story you know correctly. Mean. what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, next question. Oh. Howdy. Hey. I hey. love Seinfeld. <laughs> Howdy was the question? We, we can't get Mark started on Seinfeld because this podcast will drag on for hours. Oh, Seinfeld was my favorite show for sure. Okay. That's it? Anyway, come on. I asked you about your sexual tastes, your height, and then here we are. With, uh, with your height. Those are two very disparate things. And I, 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 sexual taste and height. Yeah, the Josh, real how tall are, we, we know I'm how tall six, you are. Six one. Yeah, I'm six foot one. That's with my hair, though. Height. That's a solid height. Okay. Yeah. If you knew the world was ending this year, what would you do? I have one year. Yeah. Well, 2012. The world's supposed to end. December 21st. Right. Well, I probably wouldn't do anything too exciting. I'd probably quit my job, uh, or I would certainly quit my job. I would go hang out with my family and have my friends over. And I would probably – I wouldn't do much traveling. My favorite things are eating, drinking, and talking. So I would probably uh, hang out with my friends and family a lot. And uh, I, I'm very happy. I would continue being happy. Right. I don't I think, have any sort of large end game. I think it was all going to end. And like, you know, I knew it was going to end. I would not, you know, I would not, you know, go to the, the, the electric chair. I would just – I would fight the guards to death like – yeah. I've always said to myself that I would drive, uh, you know, a flaming car off of the the uh, the Grand Canyon. That's why I said, okay, kind of guy, Austin. yeah. Kind of guy. Here's here's how I want it to go out. I want to put a glass of water uh, down on the the base of a building. Then I want to put on scuba gear and jump off the building and try to make it into the glass of water because yeah. I want to. I want people. I want to leave people with a laugh. That's how I want to. That's how I want to go down. That, all right, that's fine. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, was that a satisfying answer? Right. Should we just go around and ask everyone how they want to die now? Oh, that's a, that's a good topic of conversation. Okay, I, hang on. I got to go. You get I, one or two more questions with me, and then I got to take off. Okay, well, we, we shouldn't hold you any longer than you have to. Um, should, should, we, should we end it now? Because it's been uh, amply amazing and fantastic. This, this yeah. has been the best thing we've done. This has been Easily. infinitely the best thing we've ever done. All because People, of Josh. Mostly because of James. Agreed. Yes, mostly because of James. <laughs> James is saying this is the best podcast they've ever done. Mostly because, because of James. Tell him it was because of James. They're calling it James Cast. <laughs> but uh, do you guys okay. have a question for James? You want to find out something about James? James, can you just please keep being awesome? They want you to how, keep being. Awesome. How does he be so awesome? How, do how does he be? So be? Awesome? <laughs> okay, and uh, lastly, he has the answer to how is he so awesome. He has the answer. Oh, what is it? I want to hear? I, I have is, no restraint. She has no restraint. Fantastic. Words of that's, a true genius. That's the opposite of me. Mm. Are you all restraint? We all restrain like no. We're like we're like a nun in a cage. It's ridiculous. Wait. So exactly. here, let me ask you this: How do I come across on the forums? When I post on the forums, do I seem like a psychopath? No, no. You seem like a very moderate dude, which is odd because on the podcast you are, are coming in not exactly the opposite, but very different. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a big personality. I know You're you are, and that's why we need to have we need to have you on this podcast more, sir. And it has been fantastic. 
Glad you guys enjoyed. Thanks for having me. Exactly. People listening to this, the audience of your podcast, at Opinions Wrong, we wish you warm regards and farewells and best of luck in your future endeavors. This has been Austin, the host of your podcast, Opinion is Wrong, saying goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Later, people. Goodbye. Bye. And then the podcast is over now. <laughs> <laughs>